welcome, hello, um, buenos dias here to um, the Permatry podcast with today with our guest from Peru um, in, in, in Lima. Catherine, Catherine, are you in Lima? Hi, no, I'm in Chiclayo, I'm in the north, I'm in the Distrito de Lambayeque. Ah, okay, so it's technically it's, it's kind of near where we are because we're in the south and you're in the north. <laughs> yep cool yep actually yeah one day we'll do a visit you guys aren't too far from us at all yeah one day <laughs> cool so um <laughs> thank you again kat for um being available for the podcast i thought it would be very um interesting to show and give some insights um from um, creative agency um regarding impact you can do uh doing this this creative work because normally uh creative work is not really it has a more an economic impact let's say but not so much the the um social and the environmental impact so um yeah kat um maybe um I'll, I'll give you the word and you can present yourself and um we can dive in the two three questions to to uh, not make it too long and um yeah let's start <laughs> yeah sure yeah you're absolutely right i mean classically Creative agencies are just uh, have been known to just do work to get a business to be uh, successful aesthetically or from a marketing angle or to be unique. Um, there are more agencies popping up like us who care about more than just profitability. Um, so that's a good thing. Um, I've sort of had this philosophy since I started about 15 years ago where if I'm going to get into this world to help other businesses be successful, then I'm part of that ability. And so I was very careful to, to choose my clients the best that I could. And as, you know, as I grow, become more and more selective. And the clients that we want to help are clients who are going to make the world a better place. So that ranges from anyone trying to do projects in sustainability, uh, trying to work uh, with uh, the vegan industry that's booming right now, um, people who are working in, in growing education, gender equality. So um, that's our focus right now. And um, it seems to be going well because uh, we've, been, we've been helping even clients who aren't in that, uh, in that industry, you know, or who aren't focus on that, reevaluate their business and understand that consumers want it more. And so we've been able to give them new ideas and then help them brand and market that and expand their business and stay current while also pushing the needle of change in the right direction. That's a very important part you, you said there, explained there that, that the clients now have a urge or have a pressure from the shareholders and the clients where... Uh, they kind of tell them, well, I mean, okay, you, you did well economically, but what's the impact? You know, uh, how did you achieve right. that? <laughs> how, many, yeah. how many kids did uh, the work for free or how many, uh, what's the real thing, you know? So um, this is, I think this is a, a positive thing happening because, um, I mean, we have to change the, the world. It's, uh, we're in a, there's a lot of to be done <laughs> and uh, you know that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know that um, it's um. Yeah. What's the beautiful thing is it's 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 conscious consumerism. So what's what's great is that with I think with the help of the internet and the exposure of behind the scenes of companies, 
Um, we've got more customers, like you're saying, clients and customers who around the world are have a growing awareness and have more education about how their products are made, how services are delivered, where they come from, and they have more questions. And we have things like, you know, all these documentaries available now on things like um, platforms like Netflix open people's minds and eyes and there's this whole concept of the, the customers able to vote uh with their wallet for the direction of where they want the planet to go and so it, it is it's it's amazing because a lot of the power is now going back really into the people's hands like uh companies brands businesses anybody really they can't hide anymore because we now have social media and it's like one thing bad that somebody does gets leaked on twitter and everybody's going to boycott, not everybody, but, you know, more and more customers who care, this yeah. growing, con you know, conscious consumerism are going to boycott them or make a scene and then they have to change. And so it's almost like they have to behave better. And that means that, you know, third party companies who help them, like creative agencies, um, marketing firms, PR, we all have to sort of work together to su support that. Right. Yeah, no, that's yeah. That's well, it's it's a it's a positive chance, and but even there, even more, it's how you um, you serve that information at the end of the day, because there is so much information, and there it's so diverse. So somebody will tell you, yeah, actually, um, uh, like animal animal meat is is a superfood, and uh, uh, of course, depending on the quantity and and how much, and and if you eat like once a year, maybe then it's a superfood. But if you go and eat chicken every day, three times a day, it's not right. a superfood. But, you know, it's like how you, you present right. that. So that's really um, also kind of um, tricky and uh, challenging for sure, no? <laughs> oh, it's, it is, right? It, it, it definitely is. And I've, I've definitely been in positions where I've had clients who have wanted to do what's called, you know, greenwash a little bit, you know, or... or um, call something organic, but it's not really organic. So they call it natural. And it's, um, I guess that comes down to personal ethics, you know, and I, at the beginning of my journey, trying to make, you know, be as, as, as perfect, as good, as clean, or whatever you want to call it as possible, was very hard, you know, because sometimes I had to uh, kind of concede and allow the client to make a small change you know, in the right direction and, and sell something that I didn't want to really sell, but to just help get, get us going. Uh, but it's not the best thing. The best thing is transparency and being as honest as possible. And I always try to tell that to clients, like the more of an effort you make in being honest. And right. even if you're being honest, saying we're not yet organic, but we're on our way there, consumers are educated enough now to get it. And that's what I really love about Permetry, Superfoods, and everything that you guys are doing, because you're doing it correct. You're being as clear, as transparent as possible. You're bringing your customers along on your journey, you know, to learn as you guys are learning. And nobody's claiming to say we're absolutely perfect, but you're doing your best to show all of the process from start to finish. And really, I think that's the best because it allows a customer to, the customer that really cares to dig in as deep as they want and, and see what's there and judge for themselves. And I think that's, 
you guys are really, you're very far in the future. And so hopefully more and more companies are going to be like you. And what's going to be nice is you'll be ahead of the game. Um, but for the, for that growing audience uh, of customers who care and want to know the details, they have, you know, people like you, you guys are entrepreneurs and visionaries, right? So you're naturally a, a foot in the future and leading the way in this kind of thing. So. Yeah. Well, I, I commend is, you guys, and I'm really honored to work with you guys. I mean, this is the kind of work that I'm proud to do. Okay, and we're very glad, of course, that you're really helping us a lot here with the communication, the website, and all that, because it's been really challenging for us, too, even being from marketing and that. And this is a kind of a new challenge and, a, like, different kind of uh, direct communication, which we want to achieve. Yeah. So it's, it's super interesting. and. Um, also, we're very, um, we appreciate it a lot. <laughs> and uh, maybe um, one, one other question which could be interesting for our uh, worldwide audience, audience um, <laughs> which, um, how, how, did you, um, how did you get there? I mean, like, you're from the US, right? And now you live in Peru. Yeah. And like, what's this, what's the personal, um, yeah, what's your, what's your story? <laughs> oh, well. We have a little bit of time, so I'll keep it short as possible. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, a, I'm what's called a third culture kid, you know, now an adult. I, I have a mother who's from Peru. Mm -hmm. um, and then I have a, a biological father who passed away t 10 years ago who's Welsh. And then a, another father, oh no, my biological father is Finnish. The father who raised me is Welsh. I grew up in the Middle East in Saudi Arabia, and then I went to college and my career and my business in Los Angeles, California. And so that's a whole mishmash of uh, international travel um, and a lot of exposure to different kinds of lifestyles from people who are super poor, you know, living in like brick mud adobe houses to people in Scandinavia who live in this amazing culture that's so sophisticated and clean and fair and um and so i think all of that kind of influenced me to say okay i have access to the best but i have been exposed to some of the hardest lifestyles mm -hmm. where do i fit in and and what can i do because i i felt empathy for the people that i saw um in peru for example a developing country um, and for the, uh, the, the injustice and a lot of the, uh, what do you say, my Spanglish is bothering me, inequality uh, that I saw in Saudi Arabia, yeah. which has now changed, which is amazing. And, um, and then obviously I was, I was so spoiled and lucky living in Los Angeles, California. And after enough years of that, I decided if I come and I live in South America, I might be able to have more impact here. So I kept my my virtual office there in, in the States. And I have a partner and most of my team are located there, but I decided I would come here for a few years and kind of really sink my teeth into living this culture because I've actually lived here um, and see what I could do locally and be more hands-on with a developing country. So we'll see, it's an experiment. Of course, of course, but it's, it's, a, it's an interesting approach and uh, I believe it's a good approach because it really, if you emerge in, in, in a reality, you are part of the reality. It's always like everything else is just like, uh, 
at the end like uh, virtual not really you're not really there even yeah it's yeah, true. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. it's true but see like this opportunity with with you guys for example like you're saying we're not even that far away and i think I would have I would have taken the initiative to come and see you if it wasn't for us being restricted with this pandemic. Yeah. So this has really been a setback, I think, for a lot of people, obviously. But it definitely was one for me too because I, I had intended to open up an actual studio here and start visiting people, and now everything, like you're saying, is virtual. But eventually, we'll be able to come see you there and actually, you know, participate more. And I think that always helps both us learn a lot on our end. And it helps you guys more because we're really, we're there with you and we can suggest ideas and stuff like that. So we'll get there. Yeah, no, it's just a question of time now and we have all to adapt and, and I think be more resilient also, that's a, a, um, the word maybe. And, and we have to be yeah. able to adapt to new realities, the climate change, now this uh, virus, whatever. Um, who knows what's next? So um, it's... Uh, the one who adapts best at the end is uh, <laughs> the survival one. of the fittest. Exactly, kind of, right? Yep. So, yep. Yeah. But it's kind of a good time right now that all of this is happening because it's it's getting more people to pay attention and have these important conversations, right? About health yeah. and the planet and what we're doing and how it affects, like how our decisions affect others. Now it's global and it affects entire economies now. So kind of like a big wake-up call for all of us absolutely yes I, I see that the same way yeah so uh, to um, keep this short um, is there anything else uh, you you want to share regarding the result or impact of um, let's say this would be in, in your case it's most likely regarding to communication um, and mm -hmm. um, how uh, this can really be of, of positive impact and not only marketing or greenwashing as we know it of, I mean, a lot of big examples but um, you can do good doing marketing having a yeah. good philosophy and, and no I mean I I think the most important message that I always try to get out to people who have you know who are entrepreneurs with service-based uh, companies like mine, you know, people who are in marketing, PR, advertising, anything creative communications, for them to realize that they have a responsibility that when they work with a client, if the client is doing something that feels wrong ethically or towards the planet or towards a segment of the population, they're a part of that. You know, like I've, I've had people who are close to me in this, who are in the same field who have clients who are, for example, in the cigarette or the tobacco industry, you know, and I let them, I kind of, we have these conversations and about how they're a part of it. And it's that whole cycle of, oh, well, there's a demand and somebody's going to have to do the job. It might as well be me. Yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, that's not going to help us make change. Absolutely. And so I think the message really to share with others is try to make the decision to support people um, who are doing good in the world. Um, wherever you can, like take that skill, that talent, take your connections, your network, and use it for good. And and um, even even if it's small changes, always try to push it a little bit further. 
Uh, I used to have a, a harder head about things and, and was a little more strict, you know, like, oh, if they're not a hundred percent, you know, holistic, or if they're not a hundred percent green, I'm not going to touch it. But my partner kind of opened my, my mindset and said, well, how are we going to help the companies who yeah. have a lot of problems be better if yeah. you're not willing to work with them a little bit, a step at a time. Yeah. So, you know, we make our decisions uh, very carefully, you know, to, to see if are we at least helping them change a little. And that's the attitude I think would help other people, you know, is just make sure you're, you're doing a little bit more good than, than bad with whatever your service is or no bad at all, if possible. Possible, yeah. So in, in the Zoom, it's like you, you multiply, um, let's say, good ideas um, um, and help to like spread the word, literally, <laughs> um, and, uh, and make the, this uh, world a better place, which is something really, um, something important. So uh, thank yeah. you a lot, Kat. And um, thank you also for, for um, being here also with us, also us as Parametric Superfoods. And um, uh, next uh, podcast we'll uh, try in uh, Spanish. So um, in yeah, Spanish. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sounds good. And thank you so much. Like I always tell you guys, it's such an honor to work with you guys. You're so you're so passionate, and and you truly are. I'm so impressed with how good on track you guys are trying to be with everything i know it's a real big challenge and it's lovely to see and i'm so glad that i can be a part of it and help you guys communicate that as clearly as possible and um yeah congratulations and keep going and we'll be here to support you guys as much as we can fantastic cat muchas gracias and take a lot of care and yeah. we keep in touch I'll uh, share then more information in the text. So if you want, you can send me that later. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> Thanks.